Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Live to see it, friends, and welcome to the world transformed. This program is your guide to an astounding future that lies ahead, one that will be here sooner than you think, and one that you have an important role to play in bringing about. At the World Transformed, we want to introduce you to what may be the greatest transformation of them all, the one that begins with considering and acting on the almost limitless possibilities that lie before us, and that ends somewhere beyond the reach of the human imagination. So when does this amazing future begin? Well, today is the day. My name is Phil Bowermaster. And with me in the virtual studio is my co-author, co-futurist, and co-host, Stephen Gordon. Hello, Stephen. Hey, Phil. How are you? Well, I am super fantastic. How are you, my friend? Man, I am amazing. I hope you are as well. And uh, I am. You're totally amazing. It's Amazing Wednesday and the World Transformed, and we got an amazing topic tonight, don't we? Yes. CRISPR is something that, uh, well, we probably should uh, spend some time explaining what it is we're talking about before we get into the getting to the latest news on this. I think we, we definitely should, but before even that, I'm going to come back to our Monday topic just for a moment, because after the show ended, you told me something that I thought bears a little bit of repeating here on the show. <laughs> we were talking about airships to orbit on Monday, and right, right. even mentioned that he had written a short story on this subject and published to The Speculist years ago, years ago when yeah. we first started doing The Speculist, and you got some feedback on that that uh, yeah, I yeah. didn't realize had occurred. Tell us about that. Uh, yeah, in the comments section uh, after that, uh, you know, uh, uh, a kind person from JPL, um, you know, wrote back and said, "Hey, uh, cool story, but you got a couple things wrong." And um, I had mentioned that uh, the a person that was arriving at the Dark Sky Station and unbuckling and you know preparing to enter the station noticed a uh, uh, a reduction in gravity. At, uh, at the altitude of the dark sky station. And uh, the guy said, uh, while there's a slight, you know, you know mathematically you could, uh, you, you could probably measure a difference uh, in gravity at that altitude, uh, you wouldn't notice it. It's, uh, right. it's, it's, it's too little to be noticed. So, you know, you're walking around, same kind of gravity. You're not floating or hopping or anything. And so, yeah, I, 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 I thanked him for that. And then... <laughs> I think it was like uh, the following day he wrote back and said, and you got something wrong with the pylons. Um, you know, it's, uh, um, I forget what that was. I'm going to have to go back and read it. Um, uh, the, you know, I, I'd stated something to the effect of uh, maybe perhaps walking on the pylons and it going it being pushed down. Well, apparently the, the pylons are relatively stiff uh, as, as, ah. envisioned, as envisioned by uh, JPL. So, Anyway, I, so I, you know, a couple of details, uh, technical details, uh, were engaged by uh, by the, uh, someone from the company. So I, I found that uh, I found that fascinating, and uh, um, maybe I maybe I should go back and uh, and rewrite it and incorporate these corrections, Phil. 
Uh, but, I, that's not uh, a bad it, idea. Let's, awesome. get a, let's get a new version of that story out, and you know, and, maybe, and do something a little more than just uh, you know a guy you know showing up and turning the lights on. Maybe uh, maybe put a little add a romance a little action. I'm just going to throw yeah. that out there. You know, and, <laughs> you know yeah, space opera romance. We got to yeah, you get a little romance in there. That's right. Maybe some intrigue, some some spies, yeah. a few things like that. I'm just you know, okay, you got you got the technical. Uh, comments from that guy. Mine are a little late, but those are the ones I'm throwing out there. Okay, let's okay. Let's, let's get a you know let's get a little uh, some more high concept elements in here, and we'll see if we can't shop this thing around. I'm I'm getting pretty excited about your dark, dark sky story. I think uh, I think it's got like <laughs> all right. On to on to anyway. I just very cool that uh, that you had gotten that that you had gotten that feedback, and I think it's uh, uh, I, I don't know. It just just goes to show what a what a great idea the. What a compelling idea the Dark Sky Station is! Everybody wants to read about it, even the people who are actually working on making it happen. Commenting on your <laughs> commenting on your story. Here we go. CRISPR and the biotech revolution. We got a couple of stories here. One on Wired uh, at Wired. CRISPR snips away humanity's worst diseases, and a piece that I've linked from Reason. CRISPR and the dawn of the new biotech revolution. The Reason piece talks about two things going on here with CRISPR, and and yet to back it up, as you said, CRISPR is the word processor of gene editing, right? It's the it's right. the new simplified interface, not just an interface, but it's a it's a software that allows you to edit the genetic code in the way that computer programmers edit computer code. Uh, that is a vast oversimplification, but that's essentially what CRISPR is, right? Well, let me, let me read. I, um, I, I Googled this real quick, and uh, it's, it, this is an interesting description here. Um, CRISPR spacer sequences are transcribed into short RNA sequences capable of guiding the system to matching sequences of DNA. When the target DNA is found, Cas9, one of the enzymes produced by the CRISPR system, binds the DNA and cuts it. Shutting the uh, target, uh, shutting uh, the targeted gene off. So, you know, I, you can almost think about it. Uh, you know, imagine almost a system of magnets or something that's tailored to, you know, be attracted to the thing that you want to uh, that you want to pull in, and the other end of the uh, CRISPR sequence uh, attracted to the place that wants to you want to take it, and then once it and, and so once the that transportation has happened. It's it, uh, another aspect of it. The uh, the Cas9 enzyme cuts it off and establishes it on the DNA sequence. What you're what you're trying to do there. That's and, and you know that's fascinating to me that they're able to do that. Very cool. But and and when you when you combine those those two capabilities, the 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 one to kind of insert into it and start making changes, and then to cap that off and say. This this is the one we want to repeat. This is this is how we want this to read now. Effectively, through through that whatever that is biomechanical process, you can now make essentially any change you want to to that DNA. Right. That's that's what CRISPR is allowing. Right. You, you can go ahead. Uh, yeah, it's it's and, and like you say. Uh, Ultimately, it's it's just the word processor of genes. You're able to decide. Um, you know, I want I want to I want to place this uh, genetic sequence into into uh, this uh, this organism. That this allows it. This is the way to do it, and uh, uh, it's now remarkable. We, we've had gene therapy since the 70s. 
the, the problem with them has been one of figuring out the you, – you're talking about moving proteins around. So it was always finding the right lever, finding the right thing to move just the right pieces to, to make this happen. So CRISPR has solved that problem by, by essentially making – you know, kind of making a universal computer almost out of, out of the gene code. You can, you can make any change you want. So the, the next big problem – is knowing what changes to make to bring which benefits. But we're getting closer and closer on that. And this reason piece talks about two really promising pieces of research, one of which involves using CRISPR, going in, editing the genome, and essentially removing the HIV virus from, uh, obviously not humans, but live experimental animals. So they've got... Right. They've got test subjects, animals that have HIV, and they've essentially removed it using CRISPR. Now, this is huge, not only in, in its implications for treating human patients with HIV eventually, but huge for every virus, right? I mean, this is, uh, this is this, the thing about viruses is you don't really cure them, right? Either you die from them or they stop, right? <laughs> that's, that's, you know, that's the... There are, treatments, there are treatments for viruses. There are vaccinations for viruses. But this is a cure for a virus, right? Is, is, is that, like, unheard of in the history of medicine? I think it might be pretty close to that anyway. You know, it's interesting that apparently uh, HIV is uniquely susceptible to what, to this CRISPR-type uh, treatment. Um, what what uh, HIV does is it hides, right? It's uh, mm -hmm. um, let me let me just I'm reading from the Wired article here. Part of the problem is HIV's ability to squirrel itself away inside the cell's DNA, um, in, including the DNA of the immune cells that are supposed to be killing it. So, but but CRISPR, um, it's interesting. The HIV CRISPR system it, it can be a hid itself inside another type of virus capable of sneaking past the host's immune system, and so it, it'll it'll attack HIV using you know some of the same tricks that HIV is using itself, right? And uh, and uh, it's apparently warfare going on here, you know, it's mm -hmm. it's the, the exactly. Romulan cloaking device, right? Basically going on here at, at the uh, at the gene level. That's what that's what you, that's you see happening. I, you know, HIV develops this advanced cloaking technology, and then CRISPR comes along, and we can do it, we can do it one better. We can get it un, under it and and undo it. I, I think that is just probably hard to overestimate. You know, we, we, there's a lot of hype around a lot of things here, but when you talk about a technology that's capable of doing this. That, that's that's capable of going in and undoing a virus. That, you know, are, are, what what word can you use to describe the scope of that? Right, that's as big as it gets. I think just about right. Um, at the at the end of the Wired story, they talk about the fact that Angelina Jolie, who we know a few years back, went through this really massive program to prevent herself from getting cancer. Right, you know some some real extreme kind of interventions that she did, including including having her her breasts removed, and they, and they talk about the fact. Well, with, in the age of CRISPR, the intervention would be one of going in and snipping away these BRCA two genes that represented the threat that she would get cancer. So, right. 
you know, it's, it's, it's a matter of addressing some of the most, what's the word I'm looking for, relentless health challenges that, that we face and taking them right on and some of the worst diseases that we face, HIV, cancer. You know, we know that in a lot of cases cancer has this genetic component to it, and preventing cancer by preventing the virus that causes it from going in and uh, from even getting a start, from even being able to give a person cancer in the first place. I don't know. I, I just uh, every time we talk about CRISPR, I find myself just kind of breathless almost. It, it's it's yeah. hard to. I, it, I, it's you know it's not mentioned in either of the stories that we're looking at this evening, Phil. But I I, I would guess that. Uh, some CRISPR techniques could be used to battle uh, antibiotic-resistant bacterial infections too. Uh, so we're talking. Well, in fact, if you, know, you read the if you if you read on in the reason piece, that's the next thing they talk about. Okay. Um, okay. Th- that um, that CRISPR is being used to develop a they're 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 developing a pill that's going to use CRISPR to target specific microbial pathogens. So in fact. One of the biggest problems medicine is facing today is that antibiotics have failed, right? Talk, talk about, to go back to the military analogy and the arms race analogy, we, we are on the verge of having to retreat where antibiotics are concerned. We've, we've developed antibiotics over the years, and the, the, you know, the, the, the bugs we're trying to kill just keep evolving to resist them to the point that we've evolved these superbugs that, are resistant to almost any antibiotic, to, to everything that we have, and now, and we've got a new we've got a new way in. Um, you, you can um, you can instruct harmful bacteria to shred their own genes to bits, basically. So it's a it's a whole new world of taking on the uh, the, the bacteria that 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 we have made. So you know what I love about this? We can is, now totally uh, disarm it. Yeah, you know, uh, evolve around this. You know, exactly. Uh, you, you, know, you, you exactly. That's the idea, right? Yeah. If you go in, you give, you give it a, you give it a little. Here, swallow this. Why don't you, Mr. Bacteria? Um, yeah. Rather than rather than sending in another, you know, basically another bacteria that fights the bacteria, you're sending in it's some bait, right? You're sending in something that looks to it like, uh, oh, here's here's more water for me. It latches onto it and uh, basically tells the bacteria to kill itself. Uh, just yeah. to, which is obviously, you know, kind of what the bacteria does to us, only in reverse. Once again, it's uh, it's it's not an escalation of the arms race. It's kind of taking it in a in a completely new direction. So when when so there it is. Okay, just in a very brief, quick description of CRISPR, we've talked about it effectively being used potentially against HIV, against cancer, and as the solution to the big problem of antibiotic resistance. Any new technology that came along and did anything effective, anything effective in any of those three areas would be heralded as a miracle technology, right? And here we've got something. We've just listed three things that it's probably going to do major breakthroughs in all three of those areas, and that's just scratching the surface. We're not even, we've hardly even started talking about the, the different kinds of things that, that CRISPR is going to allow. What do well, you think? And even more exotic things like uh, uh, how about anti-aging, Phil? I mean, uh, you know, that's, um, if we could uh, engineer our, our, our genes to, uh, uh, to 
repair themselves after a certain age and when they when things tend to break down uh we get in there and and get to work with that too so i don't know what do you think yeah well absolutely when we, when we talk about aging occurring within ourselves we talk about aging being basically as aubrey de gray describes it one of seven different kinds of damage that occur within that occur within ourselves it's pretty easy for me to imagine a tool like CRISPR being able to go into and, and address all of those. If there is a, Aubrey's term is strategies for engineered negligible senescence sense. If there is a sense cure for aging, it looks to me like CRISPR is the tool that will accomplish it. You know, we, 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 we may fight aging on other fronts and, and we, we may take it on in other ways, but if there is a, if, if Aubrey is right and SENS is the way to go and taking on those, those seven areas of damage within the cell, then going in and taking control of the machinery of the cell at the most fundamental level, which is what CRISPR allows you to do, seems to me this is the, you know, this is the magic bullet. I, I haven't heard Aubrey say that. So, you know, let me, let, let me just put it out there that it looks to me like it would be anyhow. We should get him back on the show and ask him if he's his... Uh, enthusiastic about the technology as I personally am, but uh, looks to me like it would, uh, it, it, would, it would be tremendously effective. The other thing it seems to me that you could do with CRISPR, speaking of different approaches to fighting aging, is we know that, we know that there's a correlation between the length of our telomeres within our, uh, within our cells and how old we are. That is not just a correlation. Apparently, it turns out there is a causal effect that as your telomeres get shorter, you age. And if you can re-lengthen them, it's entirely possible that some of the symptoms of aging are reduced or, or, go, or go away completely. Well, um, CRISPR looks like it might be potentially a tool that could accomplish that, doesn't it? Absolutely. Uh, I wanted to mention, uh, Phil, uh, that uh, CRISPR is, is huge at the SINS conference. Uh, it seems like every year they, they have the SINS conference and uh, they talk more and more about CRISPR. So, yes, yeah, very much on Aubrey Gray's radar and uh, obviously not just he, but uh, everybody that's involved in, in that SINS-type research is, is big on CRISPR. They, it seems like it would be the kind of thing that... Uh, that he, you know, it's like this is the tool that Aubrey's been looking for. I mean, that's, that's how it looks to me. Um, yeah. It, the reason piece starts out talking about uh, all kinds of new cures, new crops, new livestock, new industrial processes, and new ways to, man, to manage the environmental commons. So yeah. just take that, take that sweep, right? It, basically, it's a tool. Well, all it really does is impact anything that the gene code has anything to do with, right? So, right. you know, if the gene code doesn't have anything to do with it, then CRISPR's no help. <laughs> but, but when you look at how broad a space that actually is, it's, it's so huge. When, when, you talk, when you talk about agriculture, medicine, when you talk about the environment, uh, the, you know, these are, these are non-trivial things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, well, we talked last week about the... You know, just as one whack example, but the caterpillar that eats plastic, right? right? Now, if we are ever to deploy like a large-scale biologically-based solution to plastic in the oceans, right? If, uh, release an organism or, or you know, produce some kind of 
I don't know what it would be, some kind of biological technology that goes out hunting that plastic down and converting it into something benign. CRISPR is almost certainly going to be the technology that makes something like that happen. It's, it's really only possible to talk about something like that happening in realistic terms because CRISPR exists. In, in the past, we could talk about maybe someday we'll have a technology that would allow us to go in and, and edit the genetics of this caterpillar and turn it into something else that, that, that we could use to that effect. But I think about real simple stuff like um, we talk about how the fat ratio is wrong in beef, that it's, you know, because of the way we feed the cows, there's too many omega-6 fats versus omega-3 fats, right? Seems like right, genet right. a little genetic tweaking, and you could fix, you could fix stuff like that fairly, uh, in a fairly straightforward way. And we know that, that uh, genetic engineering has led to significant crop breakthroughs in terms of making them pest-resistant, um, less dependent on water, able to grow in environments that they weren't able to grow. And this was all before CRISPR, right? So right. people who are afraid of GMOs, I'm sorry, but the world's going to get a lot scarier for you, okay? Because <laughs> Unfortunately for you, but uh, fortunately for everybody, even you. <laughs> it's, uh, and, and think about, you know, to, the, to those who uh, have con expressed concerns about uh, GMOs, you know, uh, made with CRISPR-type technologies and things, We've been altering the genetics of plants ever since we started cross, you know, crossbreeding various plants to get them to do what we wanted them to do, right? And I mean that that goes back thousands and thousands of years since we, you know, started, you know, uh, you know, we'll 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 take this this piece of wheat because uh, and 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 plant from it because it's it's more productive than uh, than this other stuff. And you know, generations and generations of that, you eventually get something that's very productive. Well, this. Uh, this allows you to just tweak one individual gene because when you're when you're cross breeding of uh, you know plants and things you, you get all sorts of mixtures of genes. You're you're it's a it is a um, I don't know it's 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 it's, it's not as uh, you're not just doing one gene as you would here. You're, right. you, and you get all sorts of uh, all sorts of uh, side effects or you know are things happening with the plant that you may have not have intended. With uh, with this, it's it tends to be one thing that you're you know one your one or two genes that you're changing, and so um, it, yeah, it's a much more it's targeted, a, much more precise yeah, it's a targeted, and 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 you can aim at the th you know you aim at the thing that uh, that you want to make happen. Yes, all kinds of room for unintended consequences. Every new technology is going to have those uh, all kinds of false starts that can occur. But when you look at the when you look at the potential benefit. When you look at the fact that we've lived at the, at the mercy kind of of the, you know, just precociousness, the, you know, the unpredictability of, of genetic interactions for all of our history, the ability to control that is huge. Because we've been trying to, from, you know, the bottom up, uh, from, in, from outside in, as you said, Stephen, all along. We didn't know we were doing it, but that's what we were doing, right? Now, now we know what right. we're we actually know what we're doing. Yeah, there's a there's a little bit of risk associated with that, but the benefits are almost incalculable, almost unstatable, just across every field. Right. I think there's not much more you can say about CRISPR unless there was something you wanted to add. <laughs> I think that's about it. Uh, and so, anyway, yeah, we mentioned anti-aging in, um, in, in tonight's program uh, associated with CRISPR, but um, we, we're talking all anti-aging on Friday, aren't we? 
That's right. You know, we're, we're, we're hitting, uh, just kind of stepping stoning through the topics this week. You know, it's, uh, we start off with the uh, airships into space, come back to them on Wednesday, then we touch on anti-aging tonight, then we're going to come back to that on Friday's show. So that's going to be fun. Uh, it's great talking with you, Stephen, tonight about CRISPR. Look forward to being with you all on our brand new show on Friday. And until next time, live to see it.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.